Trauma Teachers. This is Aaron. Along with Patrick. As always. And welcome back, man. Here we are. Yeah, we're back on the uh, phone. Yeah. Just got my two o'clock reminder to floss. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> so we're Keep ready. Dental hygiene up. That's right. So last week I thought it was good. Um, my mistake was I'd, I'm back to saying like all the time. Yeah. Which I don't know why that happened. Like birds are out. Yeah. I don't know. Back to the. 12-year-old girl describing <laughs> the food court. but The local mall. No, I'm going to try to get off it today. Start, maybe if I start counting them again, I'll shame myself into stopping. Yeah, and uh, I uh, used the term to describe a coworker as the word lunatic, and that was quite a bit harsh. And uh, <laughs> Definitely not. Like It was all meant in fun in no way, shape, or form yeah. is it in any uh, description of uh, where we are and where we work and our demographic or anything like that. So I definitely should not be throwing words like that, even joking around. Yeah, and the person you were describing doesn't even exist. Right. But, yeah, they should <laughs> We were talking about a fictional character. Right, we are talking fictional about a character. fictional woman that, that does not work here. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, something you got to watch. Even, yeah. like, saying that person's crazy around our kids is probably right. not the best. Well, yeah, it's not the best adjective to throw around. You can, I'll show you crazy. <laughs> Like, no, no, we're all all good. good. Not necessary. All right, so my struggle of the week, um, and we touched on this a little bit last week with um, student-staff relationships, but we're continuing to get just a couple new kids every week, which I don't ever remember. There probably has been a stretch like this before. I just don't remember it. No. Um, And our kids that have been coming to us, it's just so disheartening um, to see them within – some of them within 15 minutes of getting here, they've already had this, like, really unhealthy attachment with a peer, mm-hmm. whether it be a friend yeah. um, or a romantic interest. Um, just, And it's just sad because they're not intentionally doing it. Like, no one would want to feel like that, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I would like that they have to be around this one person, right. like, immediately within meeting them. And it's like, and then they'll start saying stuff like, this is my best friend. Right. Or uh, another, um, like, weird's not the right word, but another one you wouldn't expect is... Like, this is my brother. Right. Which is just... Family members. Right. Or I love you. Yes. Or I love them. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll maybe snatch a note off them in the first week about talking about they'll love them for the rest of their lives. Right. And it's just like, what is... I mean, and it's obviously due to things that have happened. Right, right. But it's just, it's a very hard thing to um, to combat. Yes. And I guess the, the advice would be the same as that we gave last week, just being incredibly direct. Um, you're here to work on your treatment. And then also being direct about this is not going to save your life. Right. Like, if you and this person date, this is not going to save your life. And then maybe relating it back to your own personal experiences. Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to marry my girlfriend in high school, so did all my friends. None of us did, you know. <laughs> I know your situation's a little different. But uh, <laughs> you could just lie to them. <laughs> but just, like, and when I say, like, not save your life, just, like, this like this could be, a, like, being in a healthy relationship can be part of you being a happy, productive person, but, like, this one person is not going to completely change right. what's going on with you. Right. And, uh, and, and sometimes I found that it works to, like, to 
not to kind of include them in a way to be like you know I, I understand that you know this person is great you know it's the some, some things that you're supposed to be doing is you know making connections and having you know pro pro social interactions um, but then reminding them like you said of like okay that there are staff who are in place for this this is what your therapist is for so like you don't have to fully depend on this person is is not you know who's gonna is not your caretaker in a way or not the person who is here to you know help you move on. And, and feel better or get better. So right, because there are times when they'll say, um, "Only Johnny can help me." Right. When I'm upset, only Johnny can help me. Right. And it's like, well, it shouldn't be like that with an adult here either. Like, right. There should be multiple people. If only one person can help you, and that person's not around, you know, you got to figure it out. You're not getting effective treatment in that case. In and, that case, and also Johnny's probably not going to listen to your, <laughs> you know, when when you're going through that stuff every time. Every time, it's happening, right? So. Um, and my struggle of the week is is somewhat. Um, Piggybacking on that or tied to that is, um, in a way, because the, like you said, we're getting a lot of new kids, and some of the kids that we've been here for a little while, they're they're getting anxious or or unsettled with where their placement is. So there's um, sometimes they want to change their class schedule, um, and sometimes that is due to some of the new attachments that they've made, um, or you know, attachments that they would like to make. Um, or in some cases, it's just a genuine, like, I would really like to explore this elective. I really feel like it would help. Um, and the struggle part of it is that trying to decipher what is all of that, um, what means what, and then trying to accommodate those that can be accom accommodated for, and also trying to help them explain, like, there's a process to all of it. So, like, I, I, I'm, I often get in the, in the habit of saying, okay, my answer is yes, but here's X, Y, and Z of what we're going to need to do. Here are our steps. And this is also what you're going to have to do to kind of make that happen. Because um, our kids can be really manipulative. And I don't mean that. I mean, it is a negative thing, but it comes from trying to get their needs met. Right, right. It's, 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 the way, it's a learned behavior, right. So there will be times I know I've heard kids, heard kids tell you, like, oh, uh, you know, Johnny's triggering me. I can't be in his class anymore. And, like, I'm like, they just want to be right, with someone else. Right. They, they figured out that if they say that, then maybe... They can move. right? Or, or or another one of the famous ones. If I'm in the if I'm the, in the room with Johnny, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn up, or I'm gonna right. destroy stuff, or I'm gonna you know hurt somebody. Um, so, in situations like that, like I said, I've, my advice might be to you know um, definitely have an organized plan that would be for everyone. It's like, okay, I hear you. Have steps that are you feel like. Um, are easy enough for them to follow for one and then that are for everyone to follow. So should they know that, okay, like, it's not going to be necessarily different for at least having steps for the next person who asks. So they, they know that they're not being singled out when they say, okay, well, here's what we have to do. This is the process. So m more or less just have a, having a process for what would happen or what it would look like when situations like that happen or if kids want to have change or express needing for change. Um, because it, it, it does help to weed out um, what um, intentions are, and it also it also I feel like it gives them an opportunity to, to have a voice and be like you know especially when you say okay well explain to me why um, and you know if I can then you know this is what I'm going to need for you. It also puts some of the ownership back on them to understand that you know if I would like change, I kind of have to advocate for myself and I have to do some things to kind of make things change and happen for myself. Um, so if I, if I did have a little bit of advice, it would be just, like I said, to have a process um, for them to, that's, for them that's tangible and for them to kind of see and, and understand. And I think a lot of times um, you do a really good job of explaining that because our kids sometimes don't understand as many times as we tell them that 
with your actions come consequences. Right. Their results. Uh, whether that, and, and we're not big on punishment, but like there's natural consequences. Right. Things happen when you do certain things. Right. If you're lying to us <laughs> all the time, and then all of a sudden you say you want to change classes for a certain reason, then we're, then just human nature, you're not going to, no matter what the situation is, right. as your life moves forward, people are not going to believe you. No, there's going to, some people are going to question that. Right. Or if you're not being safe and then asked to change classes, right. we can't change you or, you know, you can't make the decision to change their class because then you're putting that class in on, you know. Exactly. So it's just, um, and that, I think, is one of the hardest parts about working here, getting them to see that, like, cause and effect. Right, 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 right. Um, Not everyone's against you. We want to help you. But to help you, you have to meet these, like, right. things. So. Agreed. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, highlight of the week is, so, my last <laughs> class um, of the day, struggled with them all year. And we were reading a book, and they just didn't like it. So I was like, what do you all want to read? And they were like, Harry Potter. And I like, hate magic, so I was just like, <laughs> like I, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Like, any of that stuff, I'm just like, I'm out. Not into mythical characters. No, no. <laughs> I've never read any of the Harry Potters, never watched. Well, I'm and I'm obviously the one that's off, because everyone loves them. So I was like, whatever. So we You're not the only one. I've, I have never picked up one ever. <laughs> I mean, I'm, this is the first time I'm reading it and watching the movie. So. Oh, okay. Um, but this one kid who has not participated in class really all year is just super into it. Nice. And he's sitting in the front of class. And not at a desk, but like, <laughs> pick your battles. He's sitting in a chair in the front of class. Um, usually comes in, lays in the back, and then when I address him, I get, you know, yeah, told the, what the I on. am. <laughs> what my life's become. <laughs> how I'm lonely. <laughs> you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, and one really cool part about it is a, a newer student has already read all of them. Yeah. Like, you know, we get a lot of kids like that. They've read them, like, seven, eight times. Yeah. So he's actually explaining to the student kind of what's going on. And then just in a really, like, healthy, kind trying of, to help somebody out. Yeah. And the kid's engaged, and they, they do talk a little bit while the audio book's playing, which is a little annoying, but it's just so much more positive than negative. <laughs> than anything else, yeah. Right. Because, I mean, they're still talking about the book. Yeah, like, today I think I said something. He's like, I'm, s- I'm sitting down, ain't I? And I'm like, you're right, you're right. I'm like, you're right. I was You're wrong. winning. I'm <laughs> like, you're you're being a good example right now. And then he's like, turns around, like, I'm the example. And I'm like, oh. all right, let's just keep reading. <laughs> like, let's, this is going nowhere. But, yeah, so that has been great, and... And with that, like, it just, sometimes with our kids, it's like that first domino. Yeah. Like, now is, has done a little bit of work this week. Right. And now is being a little bit more respectful. And then once they do get compliments like that, no matter what the compliment is, and even if they act like they hate it, you see it, like. It has an effect. this builds on, I can get compliments all the time. Right. Right. For for everything. I can get good grades. Like, it's not that hard. It could happen. Right. Especially in my class. It's not, (laughs) I mean, it's just, English is, if the kids ask for help, I'm going to help them. Yeah. a lot of it's like theme and all that stuff. You can't be like figure it out yourself you know um so it has it's been great um i uh that's a great point and i think um uh kudos to you because uh on on sometimes being able to change yourself you know like giving the kids choice i think does a lot you know and recognizing and sometimes getting out of your own way and be like all right we're gonna read whatever this book is and being stuck to that sometimes just kind of letting go, I think that's a perfect example of, like, just how that can be effective sometimes when you just kind of let go. So, yeah, nice and, job, Patrick. Oh, thanks. I didn't do it my first year, <laughs> but then I was just like, what am I doing? Like, right. if they don't like the book, then just... <laughs> as long as we're reading. <laughs> right, yeah, what do I care? If we're reading about magic or, or whatever else, I can't remember what we were reading before that. So. so I'm trying to have these kids read Moby Dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't uh, get it. The whale is... <laughs> it's not about the whale. <laughs> Um, my highlight of the week, um, actually, I was actually filling in um, for one of our coworkers, um, working with the, the group of the middle schoolers, actually that same group. And um, PE this year has been just consistently a tough time. Um, it's gotten better. Um, we've kind of 
uh, mixed things around and kind of moved some kids around who you know maybe weren't necessarily necessarily a great fit. Um, but I say all that to say that when we got down to PEP, it was actually a really good time. It was one of the first times where, you know, being in there, everybody was up and at least, you know, walking or participating and um, in, engaged in something. And it was even really nice because uh, one of our new, newer students who'd only been here, I think this was like his second day, third, maybe third day of actual school, um, was actually engaged, you know, with one of our other students who had been here for, you know, a little while now. And... Um, I, it was nice to see like a what might have been a friendship kind of building and developing um, two per, two like like personalities. So that was very cool. So just to kind of be in the ocean of what is PE and just kind of watch it work was really really nice. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not envious of the PE teachers here. No, yeah, nor of the coaches who have to go down there and be <laughs> part of that. Because you, it's almost impossible to set up a group activity in PE that's not competitive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when competition is involved, our kids just fall apart. (laughs) Yeah. Like getting, like, say you're playing to 11 in basketball, you're down 3 1. It's just start screaming at each other. (laughs) Yeah. You suck. Give me the ball. It's like it's 3 1. (laughs) Got a long way to go, you know. Right. But (laughs) I could just harness that competitiveness into class. Right. Who wants to finish reading this book first? (laughs) Right, exactly. Yeah, I should do that. They're always fighting each other, like ripping the last page out of the real books. Um, all right, so on to the getting to know you, I was going to ask you if you had any, like, hobbies when you were younger, like collecting or... Uh, I did. I actually had a couple when I was younger. Um, one of them, I, I did used to collect, like, uh, not necessarily coins, but kind of, like, strange money. Um, so, like, I had a, uh, some, Mar- like, a Martin Van Buren coin that I found somewhere. Okay. So I just, like, used to find, like, random things and just kind of hold on to them. Usually it was some kind of money, like $2 bills and stuff like that. Um, also, uh, strangely, I used to, like, uh, write stories as a little kid. Um, like, on, like, long car rides or something like that. I would just, like, zone out and, like, write, like, weird stories um, just out of my head. So, I don't know. It's a couple things that you It'd be great to read one of those on. Man, on, if on I ever found one, <laughs> I thought about it the other day. I was like, man, whatever happened to those things? Um, but yeah, I don't know if I could guess within ten of what President Martin Van Buren was. <laughs> like I have no idea. Me neither. It's terrible. <laughs> I thought I found like a something from like Rome when I found. It. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> Martin Van Buren. Yeah, he was a president, correct? Yeah. He was. Okay. All right. At least I knew that. Uh, all right. So, Patrick, if you could pick an animal to be, like, what animal do you think you'd pick? All right, I've given this a lot of thought yeah. in the last 30 seconds <laughs> to you guys. Um, but, so I think I'm going to settle on, a, on an insect. Okay. Right? Um, because, as I was thinking about it, so a caterpillar gets to be two different things. In one lifetime. In one lifetime, right? Yeah. And we were discussing before we came on air, we don't... I don't know if they've proven this or not, but like, let's pretend that caterpillars don't know they're going to become butterflies. Okay. So, I mean, that'd basically be like building your own house, right? Yeah. Which would be rewarding, and then you're like, I'm going to take a long nap, and then you wake up and you just could fly. You're a pilot all of a sudden. Unbelievable. <laughs> like, you're like, this is shocking. Right. Like, maybe what happened? Yeah, what happened? Like, you're just looking down at the dirt like those losers. <laughs> I used to be part of that. And if you ever caught a mirror, you're like, I'm gorgeous. <laughs> Look at me, man. Like you're a furry, ugly, dirt-bound creature, and then all of a sudden you're a multicolored angel just flying around the sky. You know, I mean, what, 
What would be better than that? Not a whole lot, I guess. Especially if you didn't know what was going to happen. No, right, yeah. <laughs> you just, just, you might, I bet a lot of them die of heart attacks if you didn't know. <laughs> if you didn't know. <laughs> like, just in the air, like, what is going on? I don't know. But, yeah, so nice. a heart attack wouldn't be great. But no. it'd probably be worth the seconds of euphoria. Yeah, that you're flying around, right. for sure. Right. Good choice, man. All right, so resource of the week, uh, our co-worker really let us down yeah we were supposed to have a theme song yeah we were but apparently their people is reaching out to our people yes, and yes. I, I don't know what is happening i didn't know this was, i thought this was gonna be a favor not like a contract right yeah i didn't realize like, yeah okay but we'll have to start a good fummy or something for the <laughs> to be able to pay for it but we did find a sponsor yes so this is something you've used a lot it's called a step parent do you yeah. want to let the people know how you yeah so as a parent you know there are you know a thousand and one obligations that you're tied to as soon as you uh, make that decision and some of them are not always great. So this service really provides their time when those situations arise. So, you know, should you not necessarily want to go to parent-teacher conference this year or this, this, this semester, you give this service a call and say, hey, I need a parent to fill in for me for uh, 6 o'clock on the 31st. So, uh, hey, I need somebody to fill in for parent-teacher conference. And they will send a parent out you know, to stand in your place. Right, there's no reason that a teacher would know what you look like. No. I mean, um, they're going to do, all they need really is an adult to give this information to. Right, and you, I would think this would be great for things like the pediatrician. Like, you, who wants to see their, you don't need to see your own kid get shot. Yeah, it's horrifying. That's, that's got to be the awful. worst day. Right? Yeah. So just call step parent, give them a little time ahead, you know, yeah. and then be like, I need, they got a 4.30 on Thursday. <laughs> Getting the measles shot, and I would rather not be there. I need you to stand in. Right. So. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, your kid's learning to drive. You're not ready for that because it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Right. I hadn't thought about that one. You know, you know, all right, you know, I need you to fill in here, circle the per- parking lot a couple of times, and then let me know how this goes. And, of course, everyone on Step Parent, extensive background checks. Oh, yeah, for All, sure. all yeah. kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't see any way this one could go wrong either. I mean, it seems like a real winner. <laughs> yeah, full proof. <laughs> um, and, of course, I messed up the order again. <laughs> but, um, so, the resource of the week. We have, I've already talked about this book, but if you're, say you're about to start in, like, a week. Yeah. I'll put this video up. This guy did, like, kind of a summary of his book. Okay. And the highlights. So, because the, the, the book is very lengthy. It's called The Body Keeps Score. Um, so we'll put that talk up so you could just watch. It's like an hour and a half. So it's a long talk, but the book is probably 400, 500 pages. Okay. And it's an awesome book. It's my second favorite one behind, you know, The Boy Who's Raises a Dog. Nice. It's tough to say they're your favorite because it's yeah. not very uplifting the information. Content. But it's, like, very informative and as far as, like, helping with our, our students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so on to the feel-good story of the week. Why don't you start with this one, Aaron? What a, what a person this Oh, one. yeah. I mean, it, I, I really wish there was a way to describe, like, or not to describe, but to explain just, like, how consistent this student was coming in. Like, I can't even, I, there were, it's one of the, one of our few students coming in who, like, when we came, like, we didn't understand why they were here necessarily as far as, like, behaviors go and what, like, was definitely not anything that their information or their intake report said they were, it was, we saw none of that, even from the initial coming in. Right, and you never want to say, like, someone didn't, wasn't supposed to be here because the student did make a lot of progress and participated in right, therapy. Right, 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 right. Um, but it just makes it all the more impressive what the student did here because if I was that student at that age... Under I, those circumstances? I think, I, and I know we don't want to say something crazy, but I think I would have gone insane. Yeah. Because of was almost always meeting expectations, was almost always doing what they were supposed to. Right. 
um, while at the same time witnessing all kinds of stuff that the student probably didn't need to be around. I mean, right. deserves not the right word, but probably was not supposed to be around. Right. And then to keep a level head, and I mean, it was just incredible. Even even as their 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 uh, home life was kind right. of uh, diminishing or, or falling apart um, or kind of coming apart, um, that didn't necessarily affect who how they were here for the for in, in large. Like they like I said, they still maintained and were still consistent as far as you know how how they were as far as with work, their assignments and checking in with, with therapy and, com- and completing that aspect and how they interacted with staff and, and um, their peers, you know, a lot of the things that, you know, they, they might have done or might do would be like, you know, what we, what we might say is, you know, of typical adolescent of that development age, of that stage in life, you know, like right. might, might lie or, you know, right. might, you know, they, you know, were definitely part of some go-betweens as far as, you know, passing notes or information or being, you know, a, a go-between for people. But like that, it was, they were not frequent times where that was happening and like I said that, that would be something that would be typical of the person of their age um, right. I was going to say the same exact thing Like I, um, we always say our kids behaviors are high school or middle school behaviors on steroids like these were just normal just high school normal behaviors, behaviors yeah. maybe doing something that you shouldn't have done to try to fit in right. or you know to try to bend the rules slightly yeah. but that's all just I mean everyone in high school does that right. Right. so um, and then just so continue to like we talked about getting straight A's in all the classes, yep. um, great relationships with everyone, and then at the end we had like a really positive thing happen for the students. Yeah, because uh, like as like as I was saying, like their their home life was kind of, um, I guess for lack of better terms, like it was it was falling apart, or you know it was it was I don't know how would you it was the things that we were that were we saw on the intake from the home life and what we, the person we actually met were very different. Yeah. Is the best way that I can, and then eventually that it just kind of, there was a disconnect, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there, there were some adverse situations going on at home, you know, um, their guardian eventually, and while their time was, while they were here, you know, eventually decided to relinquish their, uh, their rights and, you know, which was a really hard time for the student, I mean, really tough, you know, for, for, for the student and, and, you know, us as staff. But the really, really highlight of, the, of it is that when we were all starting to get really worried about what was going to happen to this um, student, um, found out that there was a, a somebody who was going to step in and become legal, legal guardian, and um, it happened very quickly, and it was something that some, someone that, you know, the, she had a relationship with in the past and was very excited and remembered having a relationship with her in the past and was excited about having her again and um and like I said it happened very quickly they they transitioned to you know uh adopting and and taking her uh, taking her in and um she ended up discharging like she found out on like a Thursday I think and discharged Friday discharged yeah and and uh so like I said a very happy ending to to a story that we thought was potentially going to go south she she came in and was like um did you check your email and I just got into work and I was like no and she's like, I'm discharging tomorrow. And I thought she was joking. Right. So yeah, I was like, ha way to go. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, my. And I read she's my serious. email and I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, this is incredible. Right. Because we talk about it. There's so many, like, I hate when people say so many moving parts. But there's so many moving parts, like, yeah. at the end of their, that a lot, it's very rare for this to happen in this great of a situation and this quickly. And you could just tell by her, she was so excited. 
And it, was, it just like kind of, I feel like everyone, all the staff just was like, they, we needed something like yeah, this. Yeah, we to needed happen. a win. Yeah, we right. definitely needed a win. And more importantly for her, it's just going to yeah. be incredible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so just, uh, just endlessly impressive the way they were able to navigate this situation and for sure. stay so positive when I feel like. Ninety percent of typically developing high school students would have, have just fallen much, apart. Right, right. I mean, like, time. I mean, the, yeah, and and which I, I think I I told her at one point, like, you know, handling it like there were there are adults who weren't handling the circumstances as well as she was. Um, so, right. I remember like one time she talked back to me and I was like shocked. Yeah, which I talked back all the time in high school. I was just like, "What'd you say?" <laughs> Completely. Like I can't believe that you just said that to me. And then afterwards, I was like, "That's the first time I've ever had I've a ever negative had like." <laughs> right. Um, all right, so we're on to uh, if we had a bye week this week, yeah. basketball. Yeah. Right. So the team, we're still five and one. Five and one. Yeah. But well, I guess are we six and one now? Because uh, they, they forfeited. Right. Right. So we'll we'll probably we better play someone not very good in the first round <laughs> so we can get a playoff win. <laughs> oh, that was it. I Is think there's the like games? one more one game more one more regular season game. Then the playoff starts. Okay. So we'll be the one seed, I think. Okay. But then eventually we're gonna run into that kid that was just that was dunking on yeah, us, just dunking all <laughs> over us. So that should be interesting. Yeah. So we'll have home court, but we'll probably be like the worst team in the playoffs. So that that would be interesting. Um, as far as the classroom goes, I, not really much to this. The last, I guess, I do want to say the last couple of weeks have been awesome. Like, yeah, agreed. It hasn't been perfect but it's been like as good of a stretch as i can remember in a while yeah i definitely feel like there's a there, there's a shift in in the the culture a little bit and that has been great yeah it's been i agree with you there's a lot of kids um like you were talking about earlier the story in the gym like a lot of kids seem to be making healthy connections yeah and uh like you always say too we can tell them stuff all day but that's such a natural reinforcer like you do something messed up to a friend yeah and it seems like the, the responses are not, I'm going to beat you up. They're more appropriate. Like, hey, that hurt my feelings. You know, they're, yeah, they're yeah, like yeah, navigating yeah. what it means to be a friend, to what it means friend. to have a healthy relationship, what Agreed. it means, you know, all yeah. that stuff. So it's been great. Yeah, man. Great. Getting that, you know, feeling when you get off work. Like, ah, <laughs> yes. Right, something, did something. something good happened today. <laughs> I impacted the world today. I could go watch Netflix for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, it looks like we're at the end of it, unless you got something else to nah, throw good. out there. I'm good. All right. Well, as always, Patrick, I've enjoyed our conversation. I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed listening. We look forward to you guys listening next week. Trauma Teachers on Facebook. <laughs>